Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Off The Record, the country music podcast that interviews songwriters, artists and producers and others involved in the industry, um, delving into the stories behind the songs that you know and love and into the stories behind the artists themselves. I'm Imogen Marshall, your host, as always. As always, please remember to rate, review and subscribe on iTunes so that you can get the latest episodes straight into your iPhone every Monday. And also remember to follow us on Instagram at offtherecord underscore UK so you can get all the latest updates and find out who the artists are before they get released. And finally, we have a newly revamped website, which is available at www.offtherecorduk.com. Make sure to check that out so that you can have a look at all the latest reviews and interviews with the artists. And without further ado, please welcome our two guests for this week, who are Philippa Hanna and Marta. Um, so welcome to episode 18 of Off The Record. The Record! Today we have the multi-talented Philippa Hanna, who's been making waves in the country scene since the release of her latest fifth album, Comeback Fighting, this year. The album topped the UK iTunes country chart, reached number one on the OCC Christian and Gospel album chart, but before that she was better known for her output in the contemporary Christian genre. Her unique brand, a pop country and gospel, has proven to have a hold a broad appeal, having opened tours for acts including Lionel Richie, Leona Lewis and Little Mix. She's also written a book, More, and released a YouTube series, Inspiration 365. I caught up with her at her April tour this year. Country record that was yeah. in, like, There's something that's just in me, it's like, yeah. oh, it's always meant to be made and I just need to, like, get it out of my, not out of your system, but sort of... I can't even tell you the amount of times people have said to me, we really feel you've got a country vibe. You should totally try that out, and you should totally go to Nashville. And so, um, did going to Nashville make you try that out, or had that sort of been a like sound that was already in coming through? It was totally already there. In fact, I yeah. went over to Nashville, and the people I talked to in Nashville tried to steer me away from making a country record because weird. They, you always think Nashville is the place which I know, could, like enhance that. But there's so much contemporary Christian music there. There's a massive contemporary pop. Christian market and I met loads of producers who were doing that so they kind of were pulling me down a slightly different track and I was like I really want to play these songs and it was just sort of difficult so I actually self I did the album on my own here well with Mm. my team but um, self we did crowdfunding so we did it without a label and we did it for the love of it really yeah so had had lots of songs on the on this album been there have you, had you written them quite a while yeah. ago and then sort of kept coming back to you and sort of kept being in, totally. sort of in the system and in the rotation? Yeah, and I found myself playing them live and people were asking me for them and saying, what CD is that one on? You're and like, I was like, well, oh, sorry, oh, in the future. On, it's not on any CD yet. And so I was like, okay, it's time to make that one that people can have. They and make. I guess you know then already that if people are already asking for those songs, yeah. they're like, oh, you know it's going to be received well before you got there but did you ever see it being as the record being as received as well as it is no I really didn't I I had no idea I was a bit fearful that people would be put off by it because mm-hmm. it's um like my last record was a bit more pop and 
probably what people might consider a bit more contemporary. So I didn't know, but at the end, I think it just shows people love good songs. They love songs, you know, yeah. songs that they can sing, songs that they can talk about and tell people about. Yeah. So I think that they win. Songs win in the end. I think. So do you go and it was first? You sort it's sort of like going in first with the songs and the lyrics and that rather than any sort of genre. Yeah. Totally. Or a melody and all the rest of it. Yeah, usually I get the idea and then start to work the song into something, and then it's usually a producer that would mm. take it somewhere somewhere else. But I worked with one of my best friends, Rue Walker. He's here tonight playing guitar, and gave him the references that I wanted. You know, I wanted it to sound more rootsy, more country, yeah. and he loves that. So it was a good partnership. And obviously, you've done like a over a thousand live shows now yeah do you think that's sort of like gives you an experience and have has your like your live set really developed over the years because of that i hope so <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and suddenly it's like oh yeah all this thousand shows nah, they weren't really very useful. <laughs> yeah i think like i feel like i've got a good show now mm-hmm. um i feel like when i play with the band i'm a little more out of my comfort zone because i'm not yeah. used to that as much but it is amazing because they can bring such a new dimension to things and make it so much fuller and bigger. But I, so it's a new, newly formed band? Well, it's people I've worked with for years. Yeah. But in fact, half of it is my family. It's my husband on tour. I was just, just going to yeah. ask because I, I knew, I knew yeah. that your, hus- is it your husband and your father have joined you on tour before. Yeah. Yeah. And my husband plays drums tonight and his brother plays bass. And God, then, it's like a proper little family. Yeah, and then one of my best friends, Rue, is on guitar, and we've known each other like thirteen years. So it is just we've played, we've all played together many, many times. Yeah. But it's always just the sh- in terms of the show, like I feel extremely comfortable playing on my own. Yeah. And, and suddenly it's become almost like a the opposite of what people might think of like seeing the band as a stage band. Yeah. It's almost like actually this is scary mm-hmm. uh, doing it with people. There's so much more that can go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> with more no, people. Don't say that. No, <laughs> no. going to go wrong. Um, so what else are going to say to you? Oh, so um, when you went over to the US and all that sort of stuff, so did you really think that as a transformational moment for you? Did you think that it, that would be the moment that everything sort of changed slightly? I did. I felt like I felt like that it was a blessing, and the way it came together all was very serendipitous. And I couldn't believe I was there. I was like, this is a life dream for so many people. Yeah. Um, and I think it did push me forward. It made me believe that anything was possible. It's yeah. great how that happens when you have a little breakthrough like that. Or like a moment yeah. that's just like, wow, this was... Sorry. No, that's right. Well, I played in a, an enormous church in Nashville. Um, is that it? Sorry. Sorry, I've just taken your spot. Yeah, I, I played in an enormous church in Nashville and the place is absolutely crawling with famous musicians. Mm. Like, as is every church in Nashville. They yeah. all go somewhere, usually. And I was like, this is the most intimidating audience. These these are the people are the, the most talented people in the world. And I got through my second song and they gave me a standing ovation. And I just thought... Pinch me. Yeah, what is happening? Because I just thought, maybe... Maybe I'm not mediocre. <laughs> no, there's no way you can be described as mediocre. No, I mean, do you know what I mean? But I, get, I, get, I know that that's the, sort of like the fear. Yeah, because you'll thing. think, well, when I'm up against the real, you know, the cream of the crop, it's not going to be very easy. It's going to be really hard. But it just actually taught me, um, taught me the value of just being unique. Because in the end, no one can do what you can do, really. Yeah. If you just do your own thing. Yeah. That, that's 
beautiful message to have mm. out for everyone. I feel like that's an important life lesson yeah. for people to have is that only you can do you, I guess. Um, so for this album, it's amazing, loved it. Um, what was the creative process like for you? Did you sort of, because obviously you know you had those songs that um, you'd already written. Did you sit, but for the rest of the stuff, did you sit down and write it by yourself? Did you write it with other people? How did I did a lot of co-writing in Nashville. Mm -hmm. So I did lots oh, of writing okay. sessions with people out there and we sat together and worked on things. And I worked on some stuff with Rue when we got back as well. So it was just kind of tweaking things and working on things. Uh, it wasn't difficult. There was there were a lot of songs, and there's some still some songs that weren't yeah. on there that might end up making it onto another record. Um, but yeah, I'm super pleased with it. No, it should be. And was the so you had the comeback fighting as the is that what you started off with? Have had that in mind as the kind of the message, I guess, behind yeah. the record. Totally. I mean, it it kind of evolved into that because. Off the Wagon, my first single, was the leading song and part of me wanted to call it Off the Wagon but then I just thought, I don't no. really want that kind of message that sends um, and it might not, it might People, just people not. can construe that in different yeah, ways. exactly and not that, I, not that I want to say anything negative or, or positive about that but just that I wanted to give somebody something really positive yeah in the title so comeback fighting was a good title track to choose because it is the name of one of the songs yeah yeah and with that song so you you, you wrote it <laughs> what was the inspiration behind that one was it was it to do with you and the in yeah. industry so yeah because i felt extremely defeated after spending sort of six months going into record labels and having them pull everything apart and Tell, tell me, you to do it one yeah. way and you're like, no, I don't want to Tell do me that. what I should be doing better or different and trying to make me more like this person and that person. It's a very old story that you've heard a thousand yeah. times with artists when they go to big labels. It's just so demoralizing because you know when you've had that experience of playing to people and sharing your music with people and you've connected and then someone wants to totally dismantle that because it's not There's good something enough. so, like, fair. Yeah. And that gets the same, with, I think, with, with with anything. If something that means so much to you, you put some work into it and you feel like you connect with someone and then turn around and go, no, yeah. no, there's something crushing about that. It, yeah, and it's not like, I think it's, it's good to take feedback and criticism and there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I think it was definitely, I was losing myself completely mm -hmm. in, their, in their vision. And that is just totally a waste of time. I just thought, if I go out there with the record they want me to make, I'm not going to be myself. And if it fails, then I'll only have myself to blame. Yeah. Because whatever it was that was working, they're not, they don't get it. Yeah. And it's better to fail being yourself than fail being something yeah, that you don't exactly. want to be. Because the third was motivational I know. things on it's a like Thursday. Pinterest, this interview. <laughs> I feel like all these things. single off the wagon from her album come back fighting and thank you so much to philippa for that where um i caught up with her backstage at bush hall 
My second guest today is Marta, an upcoming country singer-songwriter from Gdansk, Poland. She recently released her debut album, The Story, in February 2018, which features the tracks I Need a Love Story and All About Us, that second one which was featured in a mobile phone game which was downloaded by more than 50 million users. So she's hailed for great things already. So here is Marta. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Very well, thank you. So, you're from Gdansk, I'm not going to pronounce it right, Gdansk, Poland? Yep, yeah. that's that's pretty close, yeah, that's it. Uh, so what was it like growing up there? What's, what's Gdansk like to anyone who hasn't been there or hasn't experienced it? Um, it's pretty much just like any city, um, like... Just a regular, but I grew up in kind of like the countryside part, um, which was yeah. really nice, like fields and all, which is beautiful. But I mostly like I traveled a lot, so I grew up like all around the world. Oh, okay, I was going to ask because I wondered where um, all those different elements came in. Because obviously, when people think Poland, they don't always think country music. So it's really interesting that you're you have that. Yeah, you must well, be pretty I, unique. I always loved it. So yeah. Yeah, it's always been close to my heart. So is there much of a country scene in Poland, or is it how did you get get to know that music? There's not really a country scene here, but yeah, I, I got to I got to know it actually through like listening to my parents' records and I discovered um Hannah Montana and through that I discovered Taylor Swift and then I started discovering other artists, such as Miranda Lambert, like more of the contemporary country yeah. artists. And so the, is that they're the ones that inspired you to get into it? Yeah, I like I just completely fell in love with the sound, and then when Taylor, um, like when I discovered her, like I realized, like oh my gosh, like I could actually do this too. Like she's a girl who does that. Like she does what I want to do. Yeah. So that's what inspired me to like fall in love with it even more. Oh, amazing! And you grew up, I think I read, um, doing sort of gospel choir training and played guitar. And yeah. So is that how yeah. you sort of, did you enjoy that sort of performing in front of an audience? And is that why it's sort of why? I, Sorry, I loved it. It was, it was such a great experience. I was a seven-year-old who only wanted to sing in English and play electric guitar. So <laughs> that was pretty unusual at the time. That was pretty unusual, but it was, it was great. Mm. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, I can imagine. Do you have any of the songs that you wrote when you were seven years old? Yes, I do. I have a lot of embarrassing notebooks. I have a lot of embarrassing songs that I wrote when I was young. I have to dig them all out and find some material from them. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and so, so when was it that you started sort of thinking about doing music professionally? When sort of, did you always know that you'd want to do music? I always knew it was something that I wanted to do along the way. I was, um, I was actually thinking that I would be an actress first, mm -hmm. but I knew I was like thought about doing music. I was always doing acting and music mm -hmm. and like fashion. So that was always like intertwined. So I knew that some, like sometime along the way I would do music. Oh, okay. And so, um, when you, oh gosh, when did you start working with the coaches that you worked with? Because I know I read that it was like you'd worked with people from New York, Los Angeles, so I got all over. Yeah, I believe that was like three or four years ago. 
Oh, wow. Do you, and do you think you got, like, a lot of stuff from all the different people? Um, oh, definitely. Like, education stuff? is so important. Yeah. And, and it just, like, makes the whole difference, at least for me. Because, you yeah. know, like, you actually know what you're doing. And do they all have very different styles that they contributed to your music? Yeah, definitely. New York writing is so different than Nashville and L.A. It's a whole new world. So if you kind of, like, combine all that, it's really interesting to see different perspectives and you learn how to like when you write how to critique your songs yourself yeah amazing sort of gift to be given like all these different things and all these different influences exactly and um was it sort of uh did you feel that when you worked in that field from nashville did you feel that there was sort of more of a connection i guess with with the doing country stuff yeah, it was, like, I was always, like, a country girl. I always yeah. loved country music, so I it just felt right. Mm, I can imagine. And are you in Nashville now full-time? Did you make that move? No. no. So you're in Poland still? Yes. Amazing. Do you think um, Do you think you will move at some point, or do you think it's sort of... I don't know. Years down the line? Okay. Um, sorry, what was... Um, yeah, no, that's really cool. And then, so obviously, you're going to talk about your latest single. Um, all about us was the sort of single. Before that, that was the first single. The first single, the single before the new single. Um, what was the inspiration behind that? Because obviously, it's had an incredible amount of success. So, just really interested to know the back, the background story, I guess. Yeah, well, um, that one was just like kind of like personal experience, kind of like a page in the diary kind of yeah. song. So when I wrote it, it just like felt like I summed up the whole experience and how it all felt. And then I did the music video and that like just brought it full circle. Amazing. And do you ever think that it would have the kind of success that it has done? <laughs> no, I did not. Because <laughs> it will pitch me moments sort of you woke up overnight and suddenly it's got so many views and you're like, wow. Yeah, it was like a sleepless week moment. I like literally checking the like the whole like YouTube page and all. Like I would not sleep. Oh my god! And just just seeing it go up and up, you're like, what is happening? Oh my god! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a bag of chips go crazy and like count the views. I can imagine. Um, and also obviously, obviously, you're really into like designing clothes and acting. So was it that really? fun for you when you did the music video and things like that oh yeah it was incredibly fun I got to the first one I got to co-style which was amazing so I got to like pick out outfits like so much kind fun. of create a story with it and then like acting obviously it was a dream to like act in a story that I helped like write for the video and it was just insanely dream awesome and then going with your newest single I Need Love Story um which is filmed with uh, the place where which Harry Potter was filmed at. Um, yes. Did you have again? Did you were you able to use your whole vision um, with with the fashion and all those kind of elements? Because it really is just like a, it's be it's a beautiful video. Thank you. Yeah, that one is just like a really really special project for me. I was working on it for a couple of months, like creating the whole world, creating the clothing. Like I made one of the dresses, and all of that was just like. That was the, like, complete, complete dream project for me. And especially, like, the story, making sure that it was, like, represented well in the video and in, like, an original, unique way. And it just, like, felt like 
I don't know, it just felt amazing to do it. And I'm so grateful I got to do it. Yeah. And um, obviously with the album generally, you wrote um, and recorded with Brian Clark, who also worked with Kelsey Ballerini. So how did that partnership come about? Oh, well, um, it came from Blackbird and he was just like, he wanted to work with me. I wanted to work with him. It was really, it was like a really good connection. Yeah. And what was the experience like putting out your first album? We like, was it just the dream come true? <laughs> exactly. It was, it was amazing, and I'm just happy that people connect with the songs. Like yeah. hearing that fans like, like the stories. It's just, it's just amazing, and that's what the whole album is about. It's about like telling stories. It's about being the writer of your own story, like taking the pen and actually like writing your own story, going after your dreams. Yeah. So. It makes me super happy that people are doing it. Good. And did you did you um, write all the songs? Like, what was the musical um, process yes. like? I guess behind the album. Wrote all the songs or co-wrote them. Um, I wrote the first song, "More Than the Memory," about like two years ago, I think, and then started writing more and more and more, and then the album happened and recorded it, and it was done. Yeah, and um, I know that you've also said you've worked with many like, like-minded musicians on the album. Yeah. So is that just um, who, like, sort of, who, who inspired you with that? And um, were, were there people you met from, the, from Poland, from, what, or is it all They over? were session players from Nashville, and they were just, like, incredible. Mark Childers, who played bass, plays for Carrie Underwood, which is, like... Wow. And Narda's that I totally look up to, which was insane. Smith Curry, who did steel guitar, worked with Taylor Swift, which was like even more insane. And they were they just brought their like their own feeling, their own like inspiration. And then when we were in the studio, it all just kind of started coming together, and just the album just came happened together. that way. Yeah. It just came together and very organic process, I guess. Very organic, exactly. Yeah. And so. <coughs> What's up? What's next? Uh, what's next for you in 2018? What what exciting plans have you got up? What are you excited for? All the rest of it. I'm really excited to perform. I have a show in a couple of days, actually, and I'm just excited to keep performing, keep promoting the album, keep inspiring people, releasing new singles. Yeah, no, it's a really exciting I Need a Love week. Story will hit a million views next week, which is really exciting. Oh my gosh, that'll be amazing. Yeah, it's incredibly exciting. Are there any songs from the album that you're particularly excited to play for the shows, or any particularly that are really close to your heart? All of them are really close to my heart, but right now I am in love with the first one I wrote, actually, More Than the Memory. And it's just one that I always go back to and that always yeah. feels special. Good. So um, I always end every interview with just a final quick 10 questions. Um, They're just more silly stuff. So are you ready? Yes. So what what is your go-to karaoke song, if you have one? Uh, You belong with me, Taylor Swift. (laughs) Oh, that good one. Um, Do you have any pre-show rituals you can tell us about? Uh, breathe. Yeah, remember to breathe. That's always a good one. Remember to breathe. Um, what was the first record you ever bought with your own money? It was the soundtrack um, to the, um, I think it was Hannah Montana, the movie. Oh my god, That gosh. was it. Um, one record you couldn't live without if you were stuck on a desert island? Uh, Tapestry, Carol King. Ooh. 
good one. If you hadn't been a musician, what would you have been, do you think? An actress. Um, what's your guilty pleasure? It is brownies. Um, what are you binge watching right now? I am binge watching Rain Ooh. for the second time. Oh, I have to check that one out. I haven't heard of that. It's amazing. Um, what's your pet peeve? I overthink. Um, uh, oh, pet peeve. Well, sorry. No, I'm that's, like, like, that's like a pet peeve, um, kind of like a pet peeve. Yeah. It's actually overthinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would be your one um, tour bus essential or like on the road essential? Um, internet. <laughs> and one word you'd use to describe yourself? Passionate. Ooh, I like that. Well, great. Um, I think that's all I've got, um, got for you. But if you could just let people know where they can find you and all the rest of it. And yeah. Yeah, well, um, they can find me on Instagram at Marta Music Official and Facebook at Marta Official and my website, Marta Official. This is and obviously, all Marta Official Perfect. and obviously YouTube. Well, great. And when I start a fall for you, confetti will be in the air. I know the same reality and this is all in my head. Wish I had another thing. I just need a love story Cause I'm crying on the bathroom floor Wondering how it all went wrong How I can fix myself Oh, I can't find somebody else I know it ain't like the movies now Thank you so much to Marta for that um, For taking the time to talk to me and that has been another episode of Off the Record. I hope you enjoyed it. And as always, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and to follow me on Instagram. It's at Off the Record underscore UK on Twitter. And of course, on our website, which has recently been revamped. So that's www.offtherecorduk.com. And I'll talk to you next week with another exciting guest. And yeah, enjoy your week. Bye, y'all.